0: You are about to hear a conversation between me and my friend Laura Robinson. I've known Laura for a few years now. We actually live in the same town, and when we started working together on a couple projects, I was hearing more and more about how she's grown the massive empire of a business that she has and how she went about it through, you know, the strategies that she's employed and all the things that she's done to get to where she is. And eventually I was like, okay, I've got to get this girl on the podcast because she really freaking knows what she's talking about and she has built something incredible. So a little bit about Laura, she was an ER charge nurse by trade and saw a larger need to help people outside the hospital with preventative care. So she eventually partnered with a company that aligns perfectly with that mission. And once committing to her new company and all the while still working as a nurse, she hit the top of this company in just 11 months and was their youngest top earner. Since then, she has been the top rank of her company for six years, and through all of that hard work, she can now call herself a seven-figure earner. She has worked her business full-time on Facebook and has personally had over 200 people join her who initially were just strangers that she met online. She now has over 15,000 people on her team who she leads and develops into leaders with with now multiple top earning ranks on her team. But probably most, well, definitely most importantly, Laura is a mom of two sweet babes, Easton and Luella. She loves strategizing with other entrepreneurs, keeping it authentic and natural and motivating people to be their best. And I'm just so excited for you all to hear our chat around how Laura grew her business via her own signature Facebook strategies. She shares some awesome tips and insights that even I had never heard or considered before. So I'm just really, really excited for you to dive in. Enjoy. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast, Laura. I'm so excited to have you on here finally. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm pumped. So I just gave your awesome intro. So everybody knows what a freaking boss you are, but I was trying to think the other day, how I met you. How did we come across each other? Because you and I, we both live in the same city. We have yet to meet up in person, which I think is so funny. because <laughs> We've yeah. known each other for a while now, but how did we meet? Do you remember?
1: You know, I don't remember. I was following. You know, there was like a Mount Juliet Instagram or something. I think I was following, and I was looking at the followers of who was also following it. And I think I just came across your old business. Was it mm-hmm. like Hustle and Buzz or Hustle and Buzz? Yeah. Uh huh. That's like when I was like, oh, I'll follow her. Like this is cool. And then I think I just continued following you.
0: Okay. I didn't know that you followed me all the way since Bustle and Buzz. Yeah. I think, well, I think that you were like, I think you were
1: starting to reformat like your own branding and your business and then going more into like the coaching maybe back then. But I think it's been a good like year and a half,
0: maybe two years. Oh my gosh that's yeah like 2 years for sure. I didn't know it was that long. That's really cool. Um but yeah, Laura and I we live in the same city which is really cool and she just I mean I remember when we started communicating via stories and I got to know you more and it took me 0.5 seconds to realize <laughs> like wow, this chick is a boss. Like she really really knows what she's doing. And I just, I mean, the admiration since has just grown and grown and grown because you're just you're killing it and you're doing all of these amazing things. You're building this incredible dream house, which we're all just like watching nonstop and waiting for constant updates from you or hoping for constant updates from you, which is yeah. about to be done and I know you're really excited about.
1: Yeah. It- been amazing, you know, and and even thinking back real quick of like how we met on Instagram. It's funny because I was so new to Instagram too. (laughs) So now to like have the relationship with you and then to now be putting my life on Instagram, it is, it's funny.
0: It's a whirlwind. Honestly, it's, it's amazing. It's another world. And I think like one of the things that really I love so much about you and which is why I wanted to get you on this podcast is because one of the things that like I have been helping you with or I've helped you with here and there is showing up and utilizing Instagram. You know, that's, that's what I'm all about. Instagram is my personal favorite platform, but I kind of mend the two worlds as much as possible when it comes to Instagram and Facebook. And what you, what like is different about you is you I think it's fair to say you prefer Facebook over Instagram. Would you say that? A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And that's fantastic. And I've said before, like, it doesn't matter what platform you, you prefer, like ideally you're on both, but if you prefer one of the two, put all of your effort there. Like if you're good at, at one of them and you, you know, learn the other one, that's great practice, you know, helps. But like, that's fine. If you just prefer one, you want to put all of your energy there. And for you, that's Facebook and you have basically made an art of growing and maintaining not only your business on Facebook, but also your team. Like you support so much of your team via Facebook as well. So that is what we're going to dive into today. And I'm so fired up about it because I, you know, I, I'm a little biased to Instagram. That's what I talk about the most. So to get somebody on here to, to kind of check me a little bit on Facebook and remind me of the true OG of these social platforms and also hopefully gain some pointers for myself. Cause I, I could be better on Facebook too. I'm just really excited.
1: Yes, me too. I mean, it's a whole nother platform and it's so different and honestly is so different from Instagram. And that's probably where and why I have stayed on Facebook. Cause it's that comfort zone of like, okay, I built my whole business on Facebook. Now what is this world of Instagram, which I
0: love, but I use it completely differently than I use Facebook. Yeah. So, okay. And we're going to talk about like what those differences are, but first let's back up. So And I've said in your intro, and people know this about you, but you were an ER charge nurse, correct? And then you, you found Plexus and you signed up with Plexus because it was aligned to your, you know, preventative health and all the things that you truly believed in that people needed to, to have in their lives. Right. Correct. Okay. And then from there, you were you even on Instagram yet? Or were you already just on Facebook, which is why you kind of went from there? So I was not on Instagram. I actually had no
1: clue what Instagram was. This is back in 2014. So I don't even know how long Instagram has been around. (laughs) Um, And I honestly had a hundred friends on Facebook when I joined Plexus and I never used it for like business. I never, I just, I used it honestly to keep up with my friends and my family back in California where I'm from. So, you know, what's funny is I actually would delete people. Like if I got to 101 friends on Facebook, I literally would go and I would find someone to delete because I'm like, no, no more than a hundred people need to see what's going on in my life. <laughs> Boy, that's now, I know now I have like, I don't know, probably over 3000 friends just on there. Um, so
0: yeah, it, it's really interesting, but nope, was not on, was not on Instagram. Okay. So you had Facebook and I now did. you are partnered with this company and what were you doing at first? Like, were you doing a lot of in-person things at first or, you know, having to work, And run, which at at first it was a side hustle. It wasn't your full-time gig yet. That's a lot of work. So from the go, were you automatically like trying to do this on Facebook or did it take you some time to realize all of the benefits of running a business virtually?
1: You know, when I first got into direct sales, which is the first company I've ever been with, I don't know anything about direct sales before um, I joined my company. And, you know, I, I feel like I had been building up my business for, you know, at that time I was only 27 years old when I joined. Um, Mm -hmm. And I but I felt like I was, you know, building my business for 27 years. And that was with the relationships that I had you know, just from growing up and becoming, you know, a nurse and going through college and all of that. So when I first joined my business, I mean, I reached, honestly, the probably the top rank of my company with just warm markets that I had in friendships that I'd cultivated over, you know, 27 years. So when I got to the level where I'm like, okay, now I need to expand that's when I really jumped into Facebook. So in the beginning of my business, you know, it was just a couple posts here and there. I don't think I really dove fully into what social media can do for your business and probably till 11, 12 months into my, um, into my business journey. It was really just word of mouth and calling and texting people and, um, putting up a post here and there. And I think people just knew that I wasn't going to get into a business that I wasn't fully in and all in and like loved. Um, so when I did put something out, people were like, whoa, what is this? And, um, so
0: it kind of came a little bit organically for me. (laughs) That's amazing. So you hit top of your company in 11 months and you did that through your own connections without even social media. Correct. Yes. Insane.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's, I think it's different. Like our, um, the way our company set up and our compensation plan, the way we rank up is a little bit different than other companies out there. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's more about, you know, we're bringing in other people that want a business, but we're also developing leaders. And then it kind of goes from there. So a lot of my work, once I got established like a foundation of my business I wanted to make sure I had a very strong foundation like as if you were building a house you know you want a strong foundation so that those walls don't crumble down um Mm -hmm. when I had a strong foundation about four to five months into my business it really turned into developing leaders and coaching and getting you know my team where I currently was and you know the saying is right. Like teamwork makes the dream work. And that's exactly where, you know, where I kind of flipped that mindset of, okay, it's not just about me growing my business. It's about helping other people on my team grow theirs. And then, um, you know, and some people grow theirs completely on Facebook right away. For me, I just felt like, you know, that wasn't the first, I wasn't on Facebook for business. So if I looked at my Facebook and all of a sudden I started just posting all this stuff about plexus, it probably would be a little bit in a way, standoffish to people because that just wasn't natural for me to do. Um, But then I got to a point where I was on it more and more and I was, you know, developing groups and chats and all this stuff. And I said, like, this is an amazing opportunity to be able to start actually using Facebook and using it as a tool and a leverage for my business because there's so many people on there that need what I have. So my mindset completely changed probably about nine to 11 months into, um, into my business.
0: So you started noticing that, okay, this is a way that I can tap in to a new market. And instead of, and I think that that's an important way to look, like a different way to look at it versus, okay, this can, I mean, yes, it can help me tap into a new market and that's great. But then also realizing that it's not just about you either. Like it's also another avenue for you to serve people. Mm-hmm. in a scaled way. So it's not, you know, some people might, you know, maybe anybody who's listened to this, who still feels uncomfortable using Instagram or Facebook with their current network of friends and family who feel icky about that. Take, take yourself out of the equation. Like, will it help your business? Sure. But also you're helping other people as well. So I just think that that's a really awesome way to think about it. So you, yeah. Okay. So you started tapping into Facebook and Mm -hmm. what did that look like when you first started doing that and marketing your business on Facebook? What were the things that kind of helped you ease into it?
1: So just honestly posting, I mean, we didn't have stories back then and you know, the groups were completely different and I don't think there was a messenger chat. There was just a little inbox. So for me, it was, really staying true to what I'm into and, you know, my doing like the OG way of attraction marketing in a way, you know, like just honestly sharing my benefits, my results, my teams, And I think it was a little bit FOMO reaction at first for my friends that were online that I didn't approach because I think, you know, nowadays when people join a company like this, they're full on social media, which is great. But, Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that they, they don't cultivate relationships to a level that they need to be in before, you know, they're approaching all these people on their, on their Facebook. So when I first started, you know, I think people on my Facebook were like, Whoa, she hasn't reached out to me about this yet. What is she doing? Right. Cause it was like, after I've already reached a level of success in my company. So. Starting off, I just shared about, you know, our products, about our compensation plan, about my life, how my life has changed, um, what I'm dreaming of. And I think that's the biggest thing is I was very clear to paint a picture of where I was going with my company and where I was wanting to see myself. And so people were able to follow that along and dream big with me and kind of follow that journey from from my first post all the way through um you know now and it's funny like i actually had a memory come up of my first post and it was something that i would never post today it was like a, just a cartoon graphic <laughs> and yeah. i was like oh my gosh like i would never probably well, google you probably, <laughs> you probably <laughs> pulled it <from> google <laughs> oh probably it was probably like pinterest or something i just like I, I don't even i think it was like a tape measure around someone it was like drink slim to get i don't even know it was something like so spammy that i would never do But it worked back then and and it caught attention. I think that was the biggest thing is you have to, you know, create attention and create that content that people can relate to.
0: Okay. So a few key things there that I just want to highlight for anybody listening that I love so much. And I really want people to hear one. You didn't reach out to people. You did attraction marketing. You were just sharing genuinely about how awesome the product was, how awesome The business was the compensation plan. And also you rounded that out with information about you and where you were at and where you wanted to go. I think that that's fantastic. And then saying to, and highlighting the importance of nurturing and growing real relationships before you ever try and start a conversation with them or, you know, yeah, you can start conversations, but it better not be about the business and it better not like you shouldn't even have an expectation at that point that those conversations with new leads ha- are going to have anything to do with your business. So 100%. I love that. And I love to, because we see where you're at now, right? Like you are a seven figure earner. You've been top of your company for a hundred years. Basically you've hit top of the company in zero amount of time, right? Like we see now in hindsight what a badass you are and how far you've come and where you're at. So people might be thinking, Oh, well, it's really easy for Laura to continue to show up and and market and do all the things that she's doing. But I love how you were You started from where you were at and you were honest and you did what you knew how to do, even though you look back and it's cringy, same, do the same thing all the time. Um, But you start with where you're at and you were consistent. And now we look back and it's like, wow, like that is the power of getting started before you're necessarily quote ready and being consistent. And that's what you've done. So I just want people to understand that. Like you didn't start as a seven figure earner. You didn't have the money to build your dream house whenever you first got started. Like you had to build this from the ground up just like anybody else would. And that's what you did.
1: Yes. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it's, you know, I I think you have to just start and you figure it out later and you figure it out as you go. And, you know, I've been the top of my company for six years and, you know, I have revamped and in a way like restarted and realigned my, my network and the way I do business. I mean, over and over and over. I, I honestly feel like every four to six months, I'm trying to do something different to stay ahead of, you know, my own personal business, because I mean, I have, there's over 15,000 people on my team and that's amazing. But I personally work my business every single day, if not harder now
0: than I worked it when I first started. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I get that hundred percent. So what are the things that you do now to run your business? Like how, you know, you got started, you've been using Facebook and you use Instagram too, which we'll talk about, but What are the things you do now? And by the way, Laura is going to give all of us three tips on how to realign our networks on Facebook. So if you feel like your, your current network has plateaued in some way, or you feel like you're not getting through to your current audience, um, or if you feel like you need new people in your audience, she's going to give us some tips on how to, what she calls realign your network, which I'm really excited about. But before we get to that, like what are the things that you do today that's different than when you first got started?
1: Yeah. I mean, it it changes drastically, obviously, because the level that I'm at my company. So I use now, you know, more groups. I mean, we have team pages, we have business pages, we have training pages and all on Facebook. So we use that daily, you know, to train and to coach and to motivate people. Um, we do messenger threads a lot. So, you know, I'm, I'm always giving that motivation. I'm always giving encouragement. I'm, I'm giving challenges to people. I think a lot of times, you know, we have to dream big for someone before they dream and believe in themselves. So really using social media, you know, we have I have people in, you know, four different countries. So social media is a great way to connect with, you know, a, a global business. Honestly, and to use that, you know, I was um, the the amount of people that you can reach is honestly larger than you'll ever come in contact with, you know, in person when you're using social media. So I think just educating and training people, you know, now that there's over three billion people that use social media, so let's train and let's learn how to do it the right way and learn from the way we did it wrong in the past where that wasn't giving us results and moving that needle forward and really helping them see that bigger vision, um, of what they can do with this business.
0: Yeah. That's something that I was going to ask you So, I mean, I know I work with a lot of women who are in direct sales and who are currently growing a team. And we talk about like, the challenges that comes with a growing, I mean, it's what everybody wants, of course. Um, but there's challenges with a growing team and with a massive team. And so I know that you have a team of over 15,000 people. How many of those do you actually have contact with that are, that actually have access to you to ask you questions? What is that like? And how do you handle that (laughs) through the messenger? I
1: mean, honestly, everyone on my team has access to me and that's what, you know, I love about my team. My company is where we don't just work with people that directly, you know, come to you and join you. I mean, I am an open book. So anyone on my team has access to me maybe a little too much sometimes where I'm like, okay, let me, let me put up my, you know, business hours or my working hours. Um, but yeah, I mean, messenger is a great hub. Um, a lot of people have access to my phone number if I work closely with them, email, um, and then we just, we have a huge, you know, team page and that's another benefit of running a business on social media is, you know, people can ask questions in there and you know, what I have developed over the last six years is I have several other leaders in top ranks underneath of me. So we mm-hmm. kind of all care for our own, our own business in a sense and who falls under that person, um, that's- you know, and directing them to the right resources and stuff that,
0: that can help them. Awesome. Do you keep your, so as far as like your profile being public, cause I know people are going to ask, is your profile more so public or like, how, how do you deal with privacy on Facebook? Cause I know that you share about your kids and your family and you know personal things that's going on. Do you have boundaries that you've set for certain privacy parameters? Oh, I'm an open book now. (laughs) It's all public. It's all
1: public. You know, what's really funny is when I first joined, you know, I was working in the hospital. So when I would share about my company and the products, I actually would block all of my coworkers from seeing like what I was doing, because I just didn't want to have to come into work and like deal with any, hesitations or negativity, you know, that some people get when they first join companies like this, as far as like, Oh, it's a, it's a scam or whatever. So it's funny. I almost, I blocked them. So I was only sharing a very small, small. And then I got to the level where I was like, you know what? I don't even care what these people are thinking of me. Like I'm going to be earning more than these doctors. <laughs> like I literally kept telling uh-huh. myself that and um so finally I was like I'm gonna unblock everyone everyone's gonna see what I'm doing and it's really funny within I would say six weeks they were all on my team (laughs) including some of the physicians and um (laughs) so now it's an open book and now everyone sees everyone knows my kids everyone knows you know obviously I'm not putting like my phone number and my address and stuff out there and um yeah I mean I think and that is that's a success that I've had and I have cultivated the personal relationships that have turned into not just business partners but like true friendship is because always keep it personal so people you know they're following me and they're joining me they're not just joining my business um because we don't want that billboard right like we don't want to be a walking talking billboard but we want to instead be an example of what our company represents you know so for me it's like my company it's all about very health wellness gut health natural living so on my page you see a lot of you know the holistic health tips and the functional you know medicine and education and motivation for just living healthy and working and then i sprinkle my company into into that so even like kids posts and stuff it's you know kids gut health and kids you know vitamins and stuff like that. So I think keeping it personal is so important because people relate to you and then they're going to in turn be like,
0: Oh, what are you doing? You do a really good job of walking the talk. Like you, anything that you share and things that like your business stands for You back it up with action in your own household and you do a really, really good job showcasing that. Like, what was it you were making one day? And I was like, how on earth is she like, I had so much respect for you that you were taking the time. What was it? The elderberry syrup. (laughs) You were making homemade elderberry syrup. And I was like, God bless this woman because, and poor Cruz, by the way, because no way in heck will he ever taste real elderberry. I'll bring you some, I'll drop you some off.
1: (laughs) I I think that's why it's so important too to like align with the business, you know, in a company that fits into your life. Like that's how I was like, let me cloth diaper and let me, you know, have my babies at home and let me make elderberry syrup and, you know, ferment my own foods for natural probiotics. Like that was my life before. And like, so when I was, you know, in the hospital, I looked at Western medicine and stuff. And I'm like, you know what, I want to be able to help people with the more functional preventative side, but I need a company that I can align with that, that works like that, that has, you know, the great quality ingredients that I, that I would use outside of, you know, this company. Um, and that's why I think it's just so important too to make sure you're aligning and you're with a company that fits your personal beliefs and, and stuff that you would use, because I mean, you know, I I don't want to promote something that doesn't fit into my family, into my lifestyle.
0: For you, I feel like it's such a seamless integration. And what I love so much about what you do is you do share a lot of the personal stuff. Like you take us on your journey of building your house. You show how you, how, you know, the things that you do with your kids and the elderberry and like all of this great, all these things that you're doing within your home. And what's awesome about None of that has to do with Plexus. I mean, you're building a home because of what you earned through Plexus, but like none, that is keeping all of us engaged. And we are seeing you and now looking at you as this expert in the more natural, um, I don't know, preventative health type world you know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing because you're showing us every day that that's what you're doing. It's holding our attention. So anytime that you do post about the business, you already have us watching and we trust you. We, we see what you're doing at home. We see how it's, how strongly you believe in the things that you believe in. And we know that anything you post when it comes to your business, you would never post it if it was not fully aligned to what you would give your own children and yourself. And I think that that has to be part or a massive part of how successful you have become because of that. So I want people to hear that, like the power of joining a business that you truly are aligned with. That's not just a buzzword. That means like you truly, truly believe in their mission and you love what they create and produce because whenever you are that way, you just sell it in a much more—I hate the word authentic now—but it, I mean that's the best way to say it, authentic way—and you just build that trust so much faster.
1: A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, like, and you know, I think people people see that. Like, they can see through social media, and you know, and everyone's on social media. And I just think, you know. If, especially if you are like with one company to the next company to the next company, it's like what are you showing your network? You know, like what are you showing um, your just your community of people on your social media platforms? And you know, I think that's why I had so much success in my company before I was even really on social media, full, you know, full force, was because they knew that I they knew what I was into in my lifestyle before this company. And then they knew I was going to partner with a company that fits that a hundred percent.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you just, you do a wonderful job. And one more thing before, cause I want to get to these tips. So I'm really excited okay. to hear them. But another thing that Laura does really well, that's inspired me and like what I do in my business is especially since this whole pandemic situation, your company has been killing it. Like you guys have had more signups since Corona like ever. Right. It's something crazy like that. Right.
1: It is. It's crazy. You know, we had, we actually just launched a product last week and we sold out in 22 hours, (laughs) like the whole product. It was ridiculous. You know, and I think it's just, you know, we, we have great quality products that, you know, work with the immune system and, and this is what we need right now, you know, and people are seeing that. And, you know, we, we launched an incentive, you know, for people to get paid within, you know, 24 hours of, of, working this business and people need money in their, their bank account. So, you know, it, not just yeah. my company, you know, right now, but it's like just the direct sales world. It's such a benefit to have you know, a plan B, you know, so many people weren't expecting this. So they're having their plan A and like, they're like, Oh, maybe I'll have a side hustle with the plan B, but plan B's are now turning into their full-time jobs. And that's why it's so, you know, amazing to, um, to have that opportunity, right. To bring an income when the unknown is, is happening. So yeah, I mean, we, um, we added over 2000 people, you know, to my team alone in April And, 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 you know, I went into April thinking, how is this going to be right? Like, how is this going to be? It's either going to be really bad or we can have that mindset of this is really good. And, you know, we started month of April and we said, you know what, we're going to give it our all because we know how good we have it. We know what we have can benefit people. Um, And we were having quadruple ranks. I mean, girls ranking up to almost the top rank of the company in 30 days, which is ridiculous. Um, Unheard of, honestly, and, and just record breaking sales and, um, yeah, I mean it, it's been an amazing time, and I, I don't want to say it's a blessing for COVID, obviously, because this is a hard time for so many people. But um, for our business, it, it is a blessing that we can help people with um,
0: their finances and their health. I think I think for uh, and I obviously not for everybody. This isn't going to be a blessing, and we we all know this. So, but I do think for a lot of people, and exactly what you said, where their plan A, the one that they had maybe bet on, you know, bet it all on is now is not working. Now they're forced to think of a creative plan B and who knows, they might be the next Laura Robert, Robinson, who was a nurse or working a job who maybe, you know, maybe they liked it. Maybe they wanted to be home with their kids more or whatever. And now they're kind of being forced to give something a new shot and it could be the best thing that happens for them and their family. So I think it's for a lot of people, the way you look at it. And I just think you've done a beautiful job showcasing the people, not only yourself, but your, your team and the people that you work with who are thriving and who are killing it. Because I think when we, I know when I see women, especially women who are doing amazing things and who are making good money still and are, who are changing their lives. Whenever I see that it lights me up and inspires me. And I know, I mean, obviously that inspired a lot of people to take that leap of faith and try something new. So I just think that you've done an amazing job demonstrating and showing that social proof, like showing how other people are winning through your company. It's just, it's inspiring. And I think that that gives people that push to think, why not me? Or what if that could be me? And then actually take action on it. And that's been really cool.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's super exciting. And we're just, we're excited for this month and moving into summer and it's going to be a great year. It's going to be awesome.
0: So for anybody listening who maybe they are currently using their Facebook or they would like to start incorporating their Facebook into their current marketing um, strategy for their business, but they know that they kind of need to realign their network in some way. What tips would you give them?
1: Yeah. You know, so what's funny is You know, backstory real quick is, you know, every four to six months, I feel like I have to realign my warm market now. So, like I was saying in the very beginning, you know, I grew, I grew my business to the level of success with just my warm market. Those people that, you know, I knew from my childhood, my college, my coworkers, people that I talked to on a weekly, monthly basis. But there comes a time in your business when you're like, I'm stuck. No one's liking anymore. No one's commenting. No one's relating to me. And you have to, what I call it, I mean, it is, it's realigning that network. And, you know, so about four years ago, three to four years ago, I came up with this workshop um, for my personal team because, you know, you have to look at where you're at in your life. So back then, you know, I was still working in the hospital when I created this. Um, I was pregnant, so I was going to be a new mom. And I was really getting into just being outside more as far as like gardening um, just, you know, developing my own compost and stuff like that. You know what? I'm going to dig into these three chapters of my life and relate to people in each aspect. So I'm going to get into nurse. I'm going to communicate with nurse people, you know, right? Nurse nurses and medical, and I'm going to going to get into some new moms groups and I'm going to get into some gardening groups because I, number one, you know, I I want to relate to these people and I want them to know me for me. And I want to grow relationships when they're into the same stuff that I'm into and possibly that might turn into a new warm market who they might want to join my business, you know? And so I think that is the first step is you have to go into networking and realigning your, your, your warm market with not having the intentions of they're going to join my business because I do that. And I, I, it's just, it's not authentic. Like we were saying, and, um, you know, if you, it's funny because I have added over 200 personal people to my team, um, that have joined me personally from people that I have met in Facebook groups. And I would, I can say, Every single one of them is still my friends, even if they have decided that this isn't for them, um, because we have something common um, as a forefront interest. So they're also a nurse. They're also a mom. They're also local. They're also into gardening or hiking or whatever that chapter of my life was. And, you know, so now I'm really connecting with people that are building a a house, a custom home, and we're, you know, relating uh, on stuff. So that friendship is always first. So that would be my first tip is that friendship and that personal base has to always be first because at the end of the day, if they don't want your business, if they're not into your products, you You want them to walk away from that being like, whoa, but I still love Laura. I still love Allie. I still love so-and-so as my friend. And that's awesome for them that they're having the success or these products work for them. But it's not for me. And and that's okay, right? Not everyone's going to want what we have. Um, So that's the first step. You know, Second is, you know, you have to use social media to your advantage these days. You know, there's so many people on there. There's a wide world of just opportunity, but there's a way to do it. Um, and I've came up with a great system, you know, for Facebook groups. And, you know, I've seen it done wrong where people get in there, they mass add, you know, 20 to 50 people, and that's it. You know, and it's never a what I've seen is it's never a numbers issue, right? Like it doesn't matter how many friends you have on Facebook, how many people you have on Instagram right now, it's always an engagement issue. So if you're just adding people and adding people, but you don't know how to engage with them the right way, like they're never going to turn and say, Hey, what's this product that you're posting about, or tell me about this business you're doing. Um, so we really, you know, focus on how to engage the right way and how to, you know, show your Facebook page as in a way like a Pinterest or a blog that's relating to how you met this person. So maybe you meet them in a gardening group. Well, you want to make sure that you're representing that on your social media pages. So when they go to your personal page, they're like, whoa, I can relate to so-and-so. I'm also into gardening. Okay. I met them in a gardening group. Oh, we can relate on this topic. Um, and they're going to remember who you are. And then the third thing would be, um, you know, bringing the conversation, um, you know, to them through Messenger, through, um, you know, stories, however it is, and engaging with them because those algorithms change all the time. <laughs> so, you know, right now is if you can, you know, I, what I call, and I, I train my team is flipping your Facebook, meaning go through your friends list that you currently have. And if you haven't, you know, engaged with them or seen them in your newsfeed, send them a message, you know, and say, hey, hey, I haven't seen your Facebook. Feed, you know, pop up in mine in quite some time, you know, how did we meet or, you know, did we, do we meet in this group or, you know, how is this quarantine life going or whatever it might be, but start that conversation with them because they're more likely to now see what you're posting. Um, and then also communicating through stories is amazing. You know, if you can get into someone's inbox, they're more likely also to see your information. So I always feel like stories is the best way to do that because it's not just a random message. You're, you're honestly you know, writing something or relating to what they're posting. So, you know, if they're out there cooking some good food or recipe and they're demonstrating that in a story, you can reply right through the story being like, hey, send me that message or how was it or how did your kids like that food? Um, and then it's not random being
0: like, hey, how are you?
1: <laughs> it's just more authentic. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh my gosh. Those are juicy. Okay. So number one, get in some groups and I love how you strategize this three areas of your life that you're genuinely interested for you. It was gardening motherhood. And what was the third one? Um, the first one, it was a medical group, like a, a nurse group. That's right. nurses. That's right. So three areas. And then you got in some Facebook groups and you started, what did you start doing? You started just conversing, answering questions, just kind of being seen in that group. Yeah. Just, you know,
1: the biggest thing is you want to be able to create influence in that group. So the more that you can engage and communicate and ask the appropriate questions and demonstrate your life in the group, people are going to see your name and they're going to say, Oh, so-and-so's in that group. So you want to make sure and develop yourself into an influence in that group, um, and the more active you are, and the more um, just outgoing you are, you know, it, it takes work, right? Like being in a group takes work to to demonstrate that um, that credibility. And so, you know, you want to be strategic in a way, but you also want to be able to relate to people that you can bring that friendship to your personal level. And then, you know, starts start building that friendship outside of the group. Um, so I never, you know, recommend just mass adding people to your page. Um, you always want to make sure you're communicating back and forth with them and then take that conversation out of the Facebook group into your personal, you know, messenger or Facebook, whatever it is.
0: Amazing. And then step two and three is go through your friends list, update, you know, reach out to them, start communicating or commenting on people's stuff. If you haven't heard from them in a while, because that helps them to see more of your content. And then also keep your feed balanced, not just with Plexus stuff or your business, but the things that you actually talked about, the nursing stuff, the gardening, the mom stuff, that way people Still remember and associate you with those subjects, and it helps build that trust. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. You know, and like unfollow people that you're just not interested in.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's honestly like how I keep my my feed interesting and in, and in what I want to see. You know, for me, like I am with Plexus, so I don't want to be seeing a whole bunch of you know my my company's stuff for every post, right? Because that's not who I'm promoting to. They're already with our company. Um, So, you know, make sure you're unfollowing people that you're not promoting to. Um, And then also like I unfollow a lot of groups. I only stay active in the groups that I'm currently working in. And I do this every four to six months, just so I can
0: always have a new group of people to be promoting to. So good. This is so juicy. I love how strategic it is. And honestly, I haven't heard this kind of strategy before, which is why I'm really excited about it and excited for everybody to hear it. Now, now for the question of questions, which I know a lot of people are wondering right now, (laughs) you work this business from home with your two gorgeous children. Correct. How many hours do you work your business on social media? Cause I'm not going to lie. Just that part sounds a lot. And then I know like the size of your team and everything else that you're doing. And I'm wondering like how you are functioning right now.
1: So I'm tired do you of get
0: elderberry syrup.
1: I know. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm very, I'm very, I, I like, I like systems. Systems is my thing. I like systems. So mm-hmm you know, I, I have certain days where I'm not on social media. Like I'm not broadcasting my life. I'm not really promoting. Um, and that's my, that's my family time. That's my kids time. I, I honestly, weekly it changes depending on their schedules, but yep, I'm full time. I have a one year old and I have a four year old, um, no sitter, no nanny, nothing like that. I'm, I'm, I'm just the mom full time. Um, and you know, I, I set up learning units, you know, if I have a call, I, I make sure I set up Age-appropriate like learning units, and I, I show that sometimes on Instagram. There's a couple of highlights people can look at of you know 30 minutes here, 15 minutes there. Um, I I work. I would say on social media, I'm on there probably about two to three hours a day, and that's throughout the whole day. Um, I, you know, I've been able to kind of figure out what works for me and what works for my team. You know, I, we have team calls on certain days. We have um, things where obviously that's all I do. You know, I sit down and that's all I'm focusing on is on that one thing. And that's why, you know, having that, a content calendar, having a, a, your own business is so important. So you can sit down and say, okay, I have 15 minutes right now. All I'm going to be doing is following up with people that showed interest the week before, or I have 20 minutes right now. I'm going to sit down and only be active in my group. So I can realign that, you know, that network. Um, and I'm just very strategic with my time, and, you know, I, I, grew this business before I had kids. Like I had, I hit the top of my company when I was, before I got pregnant with my first baby. So, um, for those that are just starting that are, that have kids and are working full time, you know, you have to. Get this into 15 minutes here 20 minutes there you know when I first joined and worked myself up that first year you know I was working 60 hours a week as a full-time ER charge nurse at a very busy hospital here in Nashville so you know it was 15 minutes before I walked into my shift you know, 30 minutes during my break, 15 minutes when I was driving home um, or, you know, when I got home in my, in my driveway before I walked in the house, I was doing what I needed to do. But, you know, scrolling Facebook, scrolling the groups is not income producing. So if you're busy and you're like, this is my biggest thing, I don't have time to strategically network. You have to program, like literally program it in, set your alarm clock saying, okay, for 15 minutes, I'm going to be doing this. For 10 minutes, I'm doing this. Um, and then move to the next thing
0: and be able to decipher between the activities that are income producing and the things that are wasting your time especially in the beginning because yeah like of course all the things Laura does takes time and a ton of effort but look at what she's built and relationships building relationships from scratch should take time should take effort there's not many ways to scale that which is a good i'm saying that's a good thing although sometimes i wish otherwise um but you've just you've done such an amazing, amazing job, so I just I hope people see that, yeah, like it takes work, but look at look at the payoff, and all these people, I think what's cool about this too is like you are genuinely friends with these people and so many people on your team, and you've changed so many people's lives, even you know old doctors you used to work with, which is so yeah. cool. so yeah, I' you know, like, oh, go ahead. <laughs> No,
1: no, please go ahead. Um, you no, know, so to say, like I think the biggest thing with the time is like you know I the first year two years, you know I worked harder at this business than I did as an ER nurse. You know because when you're in the hospital, it's very protocol systematic. You know it's it's you it's the same thing over and over. Yes, it's like extreme <laughs> an emergency, but it's different. But with this, you know, and I, I want to kind of chat on that for a second, like there's so many different levels of growth when you join a direct sales company, you know, you have obviously just learning to navigate your own company's, you know, resources and how it works. And then you have your developing content and posting on social media and following up and all that. And then you have, you know, mindset and personal growth. Like you have to kind of schedule out all that time. And that's the biggest thing I think I, I, I wish I would have done more in the beginning is learn Learn like mindset and learn personal growth and development by like reading books and and, and networking with other leaders in the industry to know what's, you know, working with them and what's not working for them, but also knowing how to manage a team. I think that's the biggest thing that people don't focus on when they join and they get to a level of success and they're like, oh, how do I manage this or how do I tackle this obstacle? And, you know, some people, they've been with their company for quite some time and they haven't had that level of accept, you know success. And, you know, I always, I tell my team that's in that point of um, like, maybe you are personally not ready for that success yet. You know, like maybe you have to do some personal growth and some mindset, like you're not at that level to be able to handle that success. So when you hit it, you might fall back in rank, you might not hold your, you know, title or whatever your company, you know, calls it, because you can't handle obstacles. So, you know, I definitely encourage everyone to you know, create time and create systems and, and work on that growth so that when they get to that level, they can handle it, you know, and I, I think um, that's the biggest misconception with drug sales is, oh my gosh, I can get all these people and then I can set back, you know, and I actually work harder now, um, bringing in amazing residual income, like I bring in monthly what I made yearly <laughs> as a full-time yard charge nurse, you know, and, um, but, but I'm working harder, um, because I want to maintain that, right? Like, unless you are in your company, you know, several years and like you do, you still have to work, right? Residual income. It doesn't mean that you could just sit back. I think a lot of people have that misconception. Like we work to maintain that, or we're able to fuel up hobbies and careers and jobs and really use that income as a vehicle, which we're going to be working hard on that next, you know, journey as a career. Um, so definitely work on that in the beginning.
0: Gosh, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Like if this is what you really want to do, start taking leadership classes now, learn how, like get some coaching around how to grow a team and lead a team. Now don't wait till you have the team and then you don't know what you're doing same thing with your mindset i think to keep yourself motivated and you know hustling and balancing kids and life and other jobs and your dreams at the same time it takes some extreme dedication and motivation and motivation that's not always there so you say you have to have that discipline to get up make the time network and do all the things so i think that that's really really awesome advice and before we learn more about your your workshop that you have going coming up, because I know that a lot of people will be interested in that. I did want to follow up on the question about Instagram just to round this out. So you do have an Instagram you do, you know, you create awesome content over there. Do you post the same thing that you post on Facebook as you do on Instagram? Do you keep it all streamlined like that just to make life easy?
1: You know, (laughs) Uh, that's a funny question. Um, it, it varies. I do have an Instagram and I am, I am very active on my Instagram. I do. Um, I do more stories on Instagram than I do on Facebook. Um, I tend to keep it more just personal life. And I think, you know, I, I do the same on Facebook on Instagram. I, um, it is, it's different. I think Instagram is more business for me where Facebook is more just personal throw up everything. Cause I think that whole mindset of, okay, my, my feed has to look good, right? Like my, my magazine yeah. cover has to look good. And that's like, a it, it drives you crazy when your colors don't match and your Facebook, yeah. you don't, you don't get to see that. So you're kind of like, whatever, let me put everything out there. So I do, I treat them separately. I do, but a lot of times it is the same content that I put over. It's just, it's different times. Um, I tend to be a little bit more strategic on Instagram Just for those people that I follow. And, you know, I use it more just to learn homeschool stuff and and cooking and baking. You know, my, if you look at the people that I'm following, it's like, it's literally nothing that has to do with my business at all.
0: (laughs) It's about building a house and stuff like that. Yeah. But the point is, I think that what's cool about it is there are, and, you know, I'm always, always, always going to cheer for Instagram because like i've said before it's it's my personal and favorite pro, um platform but like if it's not your vibe if you just for whatever reason cannot find your groove in instagram what's cool about what you just said is you don't really use your instagram for business purposes you know you do a little bit but you mainly it mainly all goes down on facebook so i hope that this maybe in reinspires or inspires some people who haven't found their groove on instagram to keep working at it, of course, but also like do the steps that Laura shared about realigning your network on Facebook. And also if you want even more intentional training and help, tell us about your upcoming workshop because I'm really, really excited about this.
1: Yes. So it's going to kick off on June 1st. So enrollment is now it's a two week workshop that teaches you step-by-step on how to Realign your warm market. And we do use Facebook groups, but you can use this for Instagram as well. I mean, you can apply the same steps to um, an Instagram platform, but it's going to teach you how to, you know, get into a group, um, be able to communicate, grow that influence, and then take those conversations back to your personal page. But we're focusing on the chapters of life that you're in. Like, what interests do you have? because this is going to make it so much fun when people are joining you that have the same interest. You know, an example of that is like, everyone says, Oh, your team's full of baby wearing and you know, young moms. And I said, well, that's my network. Like that's the people that I recruit to my Mm -hmm. team because we're into the same stuff. So, you know, if you don't have that network, if you're into hiking or you know, your, um, you know, empty nesters or whatever, like we are going to focus on what is your network and let's get your team to grow based off of chapters of life you're going through or your authentic interests. And we're going to be able to grow your network and then you're going to learn how to communicate Personally, and then invite them to learn more about your business or your products um, in an authentic way, without being cold messaging and salesy and reaching out. So, um, price goes up on the twenty-six. Right now, it's twenty-five dollars off. It's an incredible deal, and you're going to get a workbook, and you're going to get to just mesh with other, um, you know, industry leaders and other people that are trying to grow their their business, and you're going to feel confident being able to
0: utilize this system to grow your business. So good. And y'all seriously, like if this sounds interesting to you, obviously I would never bring anybody on the podcast that I didn't trust my people with, um, and to like buy their stuff. But this, I just feel so strongly about how awesome it's going to be and how much I trust Laura and just based off what she's built and how good she is to your team. I know that this workshop is going to be awesome. So if anybody is interested, or if that sounds like it could help your business at all, I am backing this. I I think it would be a really awesome investment for you. And this will go live. This podcast goes live on the 25th, I believe. So if you hear it on the day it comes out, you still have one more day to get that introductory pricing. But if not like, you know, $25 to get more, to get into this group, I would still do it in a heartbeat because I know what's happening in this group. And I just think that it's going to be so valuable and helpful to whoever needs it. So Laura, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your heart and so much goodness. This has been really fun. Yes. Thank you so much. Um,
1: The link is in my Instagram bio. So um, charm and travel is my name on there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, and that was uh, what I was meant to, what? That's what I meant to ask you next. Where can people find you, which is at charm and travel on Instagram, right? Correct. Yep. And the link's in the bio, or you can just follow along
1: on stories. Um, and on, and if you're on Facebook, um, it's just my name, Laura Robinson on there.
0: Awesome. Well, you are the best. I adore you and we'll have to have you back soon. And we can talk about baby stuff and how to keep your kids occupied while you're trying to work from home. Cause I feel like that would be helpful to talk about too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I had that down to a
0: T so I know I you do. And I'm, I'm taking notes over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.